If you've ever thought about homeschooling your children, but it just seems so overwhelming and don't know where to start, Shannon Hayes is here to answer all of your questions with the Modern Homeschool Podcast. Class begins now. There's an old proverb that says, better to see something once than to hear about it a thousand times. Welcome to the Modern Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Hayes, and today we're going to talk about one of the many ways to homeschool. A growing number of American families are taking the idea of homeschooling and adding wheels in a phenomenon known as road schooling. A broader social acceptance of homeschooling, the widespread availability of Wi-Fi, and the rising number of remote jobs have made the choice of homeschooling more attractive to a wider demographic who want to see the world and offer their kids a freer, more hands-on education. Road schoolers have many different ways of structuring their travels. Some live full-time on the road, while others take extended trips from a home base. They can typically spend anywhere from a few days to several weeks exploring a particular region, attending events, stopping at museums, parks, roadside attractions, and etc. before moving on. Today I'm going to talk to a mom that is currently road schooling, and I could not be more excited. She already knows. I've already had to fangirl out a little bit here before we start. Uh, recording. I've watched her and her family for years um, journey across America in their RV. So I want to welcome Marissa from Less Junk, More Journey. Hey, welcome. thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. You already know how excited I am to have <laughs> you. Um, now, who all lives in your RV? Let's start very basic. Who are we talking about here? Um, we are a family of four. Um, so me and my husband, and we started out with just us and our daughter. We started this lifestyle when she was one, and we have added an addition to our <laughs> home on wheels uh, in March, and we have a son, JJ, as well. So when you added JJ, you also had to change spaces or, or chose to change spaces? We did. Um we had been traveling for three years in a in a thirty foot airstream, um, so that means it was a pretty small space. We had like a two hundred and eighty square feet in there, uh, no slides, so it was pretty small. But we loved being small, and that gives you more opportunities when the more nimble you are. But then when he came along, babies require more stuff than so much, and you forget how much <laughs> stuff do. they need until yeah. you have another one. You're like, oh, this is so much stuff. <laughs> So we just decided it was time. And then obviously we had approached the age of our daughter starting to homeschool and um, homeschool needed a little bit more her own space and a workspace for us was what what we were ready to kind of take on. Right. So that's when we decided to get a larger. What rig. I had watched you guys doing for years. <laughs> I sound like such a stalker. <laughs> so what? I, this is your whole purpose is you put the videos on YouTube. The people watch them. I'm the people. Well, so uh, yeah. So that. what I had watched you doing, I was like, they're homeschooling her. This is what they're doing. She wasn't school age, exactly. but you guys will go to parks or a lot of state parks. Um, a lot of tours and like you're teaching your things. You're reading off the plaques and. Besides all of the nature and all of the learning through play, I was like, they're homeschooling. I wonder if they're going to homeschool. It Traveling makes it so easy. Like like you said, we didn't even realize 
we were doing it, I didn't even realize my daughter could read until she was four. And one day I saw her sitting down and she was reading. I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> like we had not even officially yeah. been schooling, but it's amazing how with this lifestyle, it's so hands on. And she was reading road signs one day and she's like, I want to go to the aquarium. I'm like, how did she know there was an aquarium near? Yeah. Like, now we can't pass it anymore. She exactly. can read the signs. <laughs> so it's just, it's just a natural progression of, um, you know, like you said, reading the things around us and everything being so hands on. And we have the time and opportunity to sit down and read books with her all the time. And it just naturally happened. Exactly. It's almost like unschooling, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with unschooling. Yes, a lot of road schoolers right. unschool. And so yeah. when I first heard of unschooling, I was like, that, that's not a thing. <laughs> that's not. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, I totally unschool. Mm-hmm. Because my son can tell you everything about whales. Mm-hmm. He can sing songs in Chinese. Wow. Um I didn't teach him to do that. Exactly. So I'm like, wait, so it's interest led learning. Mm-hmm. And I've watched your daughter do that. You know, she wants one thing I'll say is you guys are so good about always meeting her needs. So you probably don't, you know, I know I see the highlight reel, but like there are times when I'll watch Nathan like fix things and set up and you guys get to a camp and I'm like, Oh, and he's still going to go to the playground. No, <laughs> he's oh, amazing. Mama is tired. <laughs> I'm all like, sorry, we're going to wa- here. Have some iPad time. <laughs> so you're creating this little human who is able to have interest led learning. And it's really an amazing thing. She kind of leads the way. So mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, one day we'll wake up and she's like, I want to learn about volcanoes today. And I'm like, sure. You know, if that's where your interest is, it makes it easy when your kids have an interest for learning. And she definitely leads the way. If she's in the mood for something, then we go with it. If she is not in the mood, then they're not going to retain that information. And And it is nothing but (laughs) stressful for you Mm -hmm, to try to teach them when they're stressed, you get stressed. It's like, chill out, take a step back. I learned this the hard way with potty training. Mm -hmm. So I'd potty train two girls. And then with Tate, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till he's ready. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, he was four and people were giving me side right. eye. But guess what? <laughs> One day he woke up, he said, I want to wear underwear. He went to the potty never had an accident not the first accident he waited till he was ready that's the exact story that happened with our child as well yeah, just mm-hmm. wait just and so whether it's potting or it's reading or it's learning math you know a lot of countries don't believe in formal education until mm-hmm. eight or nine right and i'm really seeing that as beneficial with tate but i'm getting off track I'm just, <laughs> let's talk more this is about road schooling shannon this episode <laughs> is road schooling so did you guys know when you started out in the rv did you know that you were going to homeschool I don't think homeschooling was ever on our radar. Um, we obviously knew if we wanted to continue traveling um, that that we would need to road school um, if because we didn't want to sit still and put her in a public school situation or private school. Um, so we just take it day by day. So we didn't know what would come in the future. And the same with right now with even road schooling. People are always asking us what our plan is. And I'm like, we're just focusing on where we're at right now and what her needs are. And if those needs change, then then we'll change our course. So we never we never really had this set in plan and until we we got to this point and here we are yeah. and we're like all right well obviously we wanted to keep traveling and we like the direction it's heading like i said she's 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 flourishing yeah. yeah and we see that this is the best route for her but if we ever see that she needs something different we'll just move with that when it happens that's perfect that's all that we can do it mm-hmm. was never on my radar either and it was my husband's idea <laughs> 
he's got big ideas. I was like, right. oh, that's a big idea for you. He had to convince me. Wow. And so now I'm like, oh, I can't imagine if I didn't mm-hmm. do this. It's just when you see, like when you see her learn to read and you're there and you're able to, it's just beyond it's like literally beyond words well you get to witness that light bulb go off and it's you know, like it's almost like magic it is when i taught me my first that i taught to read me i was like oh she's reading <laughs> and it was it was literally like magic we moved out of that house and i cried over one thing and that's where i taught her to read that's i was like beautiful I was, I was like i taught my baby to read there well there's something really special about you know you're the one yeah, who was able to provide that skill to them? Who better to teach them than their parents? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Um, do you guys? So you're on the road. You base. You're actually from Cookville. You're from the Cookville area. We are. Uh huh. That's amazing. Um, and so you are here part of the time so i'm assuming that you register with the school system here is that how you're registered we um we did a lot of research and we ended up going with home life academy so we're under their their umbrella okay and so that's just been really easy being on the road and turning everything in online and on to an umbrella i'm a big proponent of umbrella schools i use our local one which is daniel one right, i've heard a lot of good things so about and it. and you know when you start looking at co- there it, it's all about the same mm-hmm. so for us it was just we wanted that local graduation ceremony. Right. I'm about to graduate one. Oh, that's amazing. I know. I feel so old. <laughs> but it's also, I mean, it's a huge win. And so um, I've talked to several moms today. I'm recording a lot of episodes today in one uh, sitting. Moms who have graduated four and five kids already. Wow. And, and so it's just really inspirational to like see all of these moms doing it mm-hmm. and like we're all out we're all out here and we're doing it in one day, you know. And so now it's my turn to graduate one I'm going to try not to cry. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a true accomplishment, though. It, it really, no, it really is. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting off track here. Um, do you have a set curriculum that you use with her, or is it more what today like you said she wants to learn about volcanoes mm-hmm. or do you have like a math curriculum or a reading or that you use in particular I did go with a curriculum I mean she's in kindergarten so it wasn't like a must do but because this was my first year and I had no idea what I was doing I wanted to make sure I had some kind of course to follow yeah. but I didn't want it to be very strict because we do live this you know free traveling lifestyle and we take a lot of field trips yeah. of you know <laughs> Your life is a field trip our life yeah. is and so I didn't want something that like tied us down I wanted it to be nature based um, I wanted it to uh, have a lot of like certain aspects that I was looking for so we went with um, the good and the beautiful which I've really enjoyed a lot of road schoolers that do ha- pick a curriculum like this one it's art based which my daughter is really into art um, and it's faith based and so we wanted a way to incorporate that as well um, and I love that the lessons are very short because we can either double triple up if she's feeling good that day or if we have a lot of excursions that we've got planned it's okay if I don't you know get to a lesson that day they're very quick to the point and it incorporates everything kind of in one so her her grammar book it does spelling it does phonics it does reading it has like all these activities and I'm not a good like crafter I'm not a Pinterest <laughs> mom and so I love that all the crafts are like very easy set out it sort of in. gives yes. you the direction yes it's very easy to follow and that is what I wanted I want something that gave me guidelines so I knew I was head you want to know you're saying the right thing yeah. I do that with math so with math I'm mm-hmm. really picky about math. I started with Saxon math. Okay. And 
I've went to about four other maths between all of my kids, and I'm back at Saxon. It's just the best. I've heard. I did Saxon growing up. It's so. it's the best for as far as it literally in bold tells mom what to say. Mm-hmm. And so to me for math, because that's not my strong suit, I don't love it. Right. I want you to tell me, you know, give me the confidence to know that I'm doing it correctly. I don't have to be a math major. I just have to know how to read. Exactly. So I'm reading that book and I'm teaching my kids math. So you said you use Saxon. Were you homeschooled? I wasn't, but we used that in, in our, the public school uh-huh. system. Okay. I actually come from a family of teachers. So like my mom, my sister, my brother, oh, my was, brother like everybody. Was a that teacher. a fun announcement when you're like, I'm going to homeschool. How'd that go? Um, I think with anything, people have, you know, perceptions of what they what they see but um i've actually got a lot of support from my family which is which is really good well it's kind of like when we tell them hey we're gonna live in an rv and travel the country i think in the beginning people are like kind of hesitant about it but once they see um they see what you're getting out of the lifestyle and the same with homeschooling they can see you know how bright hensley is and how she is flourishing and so they will they will kind of ask her questions sometimes i guess they're you know how people will make sure they're on course people don't do this to me (laughs) people never quiz my kids and they never ask me the socialization question really i think it's because they know what kind of answer they would get from me (laughs) so maybe they just don't approach me with this but you know every kid learns differently Mm -hmm. state standards in education aren't what i'm interested in my child learning i'm interested in my child growing up to be a good human who sees the world who is kind who wants to learn and i mean that's what you're doing out on the road with her you're showing her the world and she's going to be able to make her decision on what she's going to do with that world it's more like you're teaching them to learn how to learn teaching them to learn if you can if you can do that then then they can do anything. I like that. I like that a lot. And so uh, we were talking earlier about public schools segregate kids by age. Mm -hmm. That's the only time in our life that we're segregated by age, if you think about it. Yeah. So to me, the homeschool kids that I know, and I've seen Hensley do it on your videos, can have a conversation with an adult as easy as they can any child of any age. And to me, that's more real life socialization. That's what, that's what life is going to look like. It's not going to look like I can only talk to 42 year olds because I'm 42, (laughs) you know? Yes. Oh, I just said my age out loud. It didn't mean for that to happen. But so, you know, it's, it's just really, these kids are being socialized. They're being socialized by their parents, by all of the people that you're meeting on the road. I know that you guys have sort of a a community. You'll kind of run into people. We do. That, how, that's interesting. There's, there actually are family groups out there too. It's called full time family, so oh. it's really good because they do rallies and they'll do events, and we go and we kind of. I mean, there'll be 80 plus families doing oh, what wow, we're doing and, cool. and we can kind of connect and then we re-meet them down the road. But this is our fifth year of doing it. So over those five years, we've really made some really amazing friendships. I saw you, you ran into somebody you knew at the border of Canada or at Niagara Falls. Did yes, you run into somebody? Yes. Like, See, I told you, I watched. <laughs> and we met them through a full-time family rally. Um, they were our neighbors at the rally and we've become really close and we haven't seen them in over a year. That's crazy. But you just pick right up where you left off. I mean, you, and you sort really of get in where you fit. You, you socialize. Do. You and, do. And that's normal interaction. Mm-hmm. Tell me, can you tell me where is your favorite place that you guys have been so far? Oh, that is always the toughest question because everything offers something so unique. You know, there's Utah and the Red Rock and there's Florida and palm trees and there's, you know, like we have 
we just love everything because it offers something different. The United States is so diverse. I mean, it really is. It and there's is. things that I'm seeing on your channel that the gorge in New York, yes. where you were just at. When people think of New York, that's not what I thought of. of New York City. But upstate New York actually reminds me a lot of Tennessee. It reminded me of home. You said that, and I was like, it does. It that, really but that does. water, the gorge. You guys, you have to follow <laughs> we, uh, really quickly. Let me pl- plug your channel. Plug your channel so these people can watch all of these videos that I'm going to be talking about here. Um, our YouTube channel is called Less Junk, More Journey. And essentially, we decided to downsize and live minimally and live in an RV and travel the country. And that's why we decided to get rid of all the junk in our life so we can have more journey. And that's how we come up with our name. And this is our, our it's fitting. fifth year. Yeah. yeah it's fitting. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. So I think maybe Alaska might be your favorite. It, I, I, that's what Nathan and I have come to an agreement. Um, Alaska, Nathan always says it's like everything in the lower forty-eight on steroids. Like it's just so, <laughs> it's it's just so magnified up there. I mean, there, it's. I know this sounds crazy, but we actually got so spoiled of how beautiful things were. We're just like, oh, there's another glacier, another mountain, like because it is just so beautiful up there. We spent three months in the summer in Alaska. There was one place that you were you were parked. Um, I don't know if it was boondocking, mm-hmm. learning the lingo, yes. and the view was like there was a lake and these mountains and there's snow spectacular. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. It was beautiful. That's definitely our favorite. That I think it was just something special, you know, like it's something unique. A lot of people don't get to see that in their yeah. lifetime. It's, you so, know? it's so far away. It is. It, it probably it, wasn't your favorite haul. <laughs> that was tough with a little one. I mean, because it took us, I mean, three weeks of driving essentially to get up to Alaska and then three weeks, you know, of driving back towards Tennessee. Um, and we did some stopping along the way through Canada and up and which is absolutely gorgeous. But um we we actually have a, a sweet spot for Alaska too because we always call JJ our little Alaskan souvenir. So that's when we found out about him. So it's special to us. For I sure. loved it. I love. It. I cried a little when I was watching that. <laughs> it, I was just. I've literally followed their journey and they had tried to conceive and then mm-hmm. um, Facebook stopped showing me notifications for a while. <laughs> oh, Facebook. And all of a sudden, here pops up this newborn photo and of their little Alaskan souvenir. And I was yeah. like, holy cow! I've got to go back and watch some videos. I really have a miss and then I was like oh she's homeschooling too so uh, so I snagged her for the podcast <laughs> um, I really think anybody do you think that anybody that wants to can live this lifestyle I do think that you have to be okay with change you know there is a lot of change with this lifestyle um, you you kind of have to be a little bit of a free spirit and we've changed over time. Like this lifestyle has changed us and we've become to roll with the punches a little bit more. So not saying you couldn't do this if you, you know, had a certain personality. Um, but you're Nathan and I, my husband, we always say it magnifies your personality. So everything is magnified in a small space. And when you're trapped, like we are together 24 seven with our husbands, with our children. But that means that our marriage is magnified Our you know, us as parents, we get to, we get to team as as parenting. Like it's not just it's I not do wait this. till yeah, dad gets home. Exactly, it's like we're all here, and that that has pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's what we love about this lifestyle. It's not you know I do this all day and then he comes home and we just see each other on the weekends. Like we get to 
be together 24 seven and make decisions and make memories together. And we don't miss a thing with our kids. And I love that. No, it's really amazing. And I'm going to suggest that everyone go follow them on YouTube. Is there a website also that they can? Yeah, it's um, www.lessjunkmorejourney.com. There you go. So check them out. They are awesome. They are fun. They are road schooling. It is Marissa and Nathan who is not here, but he is, he's very missed and he's very much a part of Less Junk More Journey. Thank you so much. Thank thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to The Modern Homeschool. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. 